0: Let us pray. Gracious, loving God, we give you thanks. We give you thanks for the gift of your word. We give you thanks that even though we are apart, uh, we can still do this show together. Um, God, guide us. We may be faithful interpreters of you. In Jesus' most holy name, we pray. Amen. Good evening, friends, um, and welcome to another fun filled edition of a scripture talk. Uh, This is the podcast where we talk about scripture. Um, And uh, what I, what you all have to realize is we go to some really extreme lengths um, to bring this show to you on a weekly basis. Um, So last week we did it live from annual conference. Uh, This week I am in the Outer Banks of North Carolina. And so I've just built, I have built a streaming system into a backpack. um, And that backpack just travels with me, traveled with me to conference. And that's what let us three of us sit at a table, and that's what lets me. I'm I am sitting at a, a chest of drawers in my bedroom from a, on a borrowed bar stool. My mic is in the top drawer, um, and then I have two monitors here on the glass top of the chest of drawers. Um, and so, just know that like. If, especially if you don't watch the video version, you you don't get to see the extreme dedication to the art of podcasting uh, that this crew goes through, um, and and the past two weeks have really been really been a living example of that, right? Um, we had you know passing the microphones. Anyways, it's been quite a thing. I am Pastor Trey Comstock. With me as ever is Go Brandy, Sister Brandy Dudley. Go Scott, Pastor Scott Ketchott, and on the ones and twos, I'm Mort from Ort. No, 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 no. Yes, all Man. of that. Um, no, only some millennials and no Gen Z's get that reference. Um, that is um, that is not the thing they know that guy from. They know More that guy. From they, or- they know they know Robin Williams. They do not know him from that. He's the genie um, for my generation. He's also Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, mm-hmm. But he is not like that's just you know I you know you're at so actually uh, Mark
1: made the appearances on Happy Days
0: yes look and I have watched every episode of Happy Days I know and Nick at Night it was uh, Insomnia and Nick at Night right I have seen I understand when we say something has jumped the shark I have watched the Fonz jump yeah. the shark i am familiar with the saying and its origin um but that's because when i was 12 i had the same tv knowledge as your average boomer um because couldn't sleep didn't get hbo um and so what i watched were sitcoms and i like mainlined them into my brain um yes i watched i watched more uh fawns jump the shark live wow <laughs> So, okay, I think I've said this on this show and this is not relevant to anything. So it took me years to realize that Happy Days wasn't from the 50s. Cuz it came on after <laughs> I Love Lucy, which is from the 50s, right? I was nine. Right. Okay, give me some give me some credit here. Hey, I was 9 years I can old. See the logic. But I didn't so I didn't realize that so as far as I was concerned, Happy Days, Wonder Years and I Love Lucy all came from the same time. And I and I and I know now better that like that the happy days is reflecting on happier days, as are the wonder years right Um, that they're reflecting on a past time. But because they came on alongside I've loved Lucy, which I knew was from back in the day and Mary Tyler Moore and Dick Van Dyke show, which I knew were from back in the day, I just didn't understand why it was in color and everything else is in black and white.
1: here's another interesting uh happy days connects to uh modern day aside from the jump the shark yeah uh, uh terminology so arnold yes was Pat marita yeah Pat marita who went on to be uh mr miyagi and karate oh, kid movies okay. in the 80s, which is
0: now yeah. having a resurgence through cobra kai fascinating so yeah it's yeah okay so all tv is connected anyways that is has nothing to do with anything um this is just
2: hey hey one more thing so on on that note tuesday nights when i was young more uh happy days came on okay the schedule was happy days laverne and shirley i've
0: watched all of that
2: Yes. yes and three's company
0: i've watched all of that So are you just adding, so I love that, I love Laverne and Shirley to Three's Company because Laverne and Shirley is basically Two's Company. And then the Mm -hmm. next hour is Three's Company. The concept of those two, I didn't know they were on the same network, but I've watched all of it because it came on Nick at night and I pathologically have never been able to sleep. Um, Okay.
1: We have a funny comment out there. We all have TV sitcoms as our inner monologues.
0: Yeah, I mean, kind of, right? Um, Okay. Let's jump down. There we go. Um, our scripture this evening for the masses um is um hold on, let me make sure that's all working. Yes, it is. Okay, so our scripturing this evening is Luke chapter 24, verses 13 through 35. It is the road to Emmaus. Now, on that same day, two of them were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. who was a prophet mighty indeed and word before God and all these people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him But they did not see him. Then he said to them, oh, how foolish you are. And how slow in heart to believe all that the prophets had declared. Was it not necessary that Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if they were going. That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered. They were they were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told him what had happened on the road and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. This is an important scripture, not just because um there's this whole like you know, whatever spiritual retreat movement um that um is grounded in it. This is one of those places in, as Luke goes from Luke, Luke 24, we've been kind of playing in this end of the pool. We did Luke, t- the end of Luke 24, we did Acts chapter two. Now we're back here a little earlier in Luke 24, right? We're kind of right here at this like handover between Luke and Acts. And Luke in, in this part of his narrative is you're seeing, not just a passing of the torch, which Pentecost really is, and the Ascension is kind of, you're starting to see the transition from how a relationship with Christ worked in one era to how a relationship with Christ works in another era, right? Um, in most of the gospel of luke it's not particularly mysterious luke you know mark hits on the mysterious aspects of christ far more than luke does it's fairly jesus is fairly straightforward um and in some times pretty darn blunt um, yeah. but here you see a far more you see this far more kind of realistic for us version of spirituality where christ shows up in the midst of godly conversation, right? And instructs us. And you he the, the sense is he physically appears here. And for us, he does not physically appear. But other than the physical appearance, this is all stuff we can track with of you know when we are you know talking of christ we know that god is there right it's not just we're not just talking about god we are experiencing god we are experiencing god in community um our hearts burn when we we feel something different uh when we're in the presence of god um and that presence can be transformative and all of those things happen here in the walk to emmaus
1: you know it's uh I like what you said about how it tracks to how we can relate to it right now because literally just before this we were talking about some of the uh, things going on within the denomination and uh that's you know it's it's our current events and that's what's going on they were walking from Jerusalem they had this time they're on this trip and they were talking their current events now I like how you know it could either be that Jesus knew exactly or he was kind of there before they noticed and listening to what their conver- you know their conversation is taking in and so he's asking them them as if he didn't really know right what's what's this you're talking about and then you know the what do you not know what's going on you know he he lived it he, he knows exactly what's going on yeah no he knows better yeah. than anybody what was right. going on and, and what i love is that he then took and uh ran from the uh old testament all the way down from all of the scriptures of moses and everything out of isaiah and all these things explaining what uh had to happen <laughs> at that time, you know, and just, you know, get them know, all this had to take place.
3: Yeah, he gave them the ultimate Bible studies. what yeah. I always say when I like this story, because he took the time and gave them the lesson that would change them forever. Uh, He didn't just brush it off and be like, you know, if they had to Um, you don't know what's going on, man? What do what you, you know, where, where are you at? Did he, did he? and he, he just would have went off somewhere, but he took the time uh, the friend that he is and explain you know all that was going on and what had to go on up until that point
2: so jesus in a way kind of experienced what we look at as the earliest form of media
0: well like i mean in a way right like he's hearing his own story told back to him um and so but he is like he's also pushing them to make sure they get it right that there is yeah. there there is that corrective element to it of okay right. so you've kind of given us what you're given me what your understanding of it is let me push you and help you see the the deeper piece here um and but these are all again like these are things that that we can recognize as happening within our own community right um a lot of these certainly a lot of the like acts 24 luke 24 to acts 2 um are some of it is a reminder like you're not supposed to do this by yourself um and we see here again like something important happening because they're gathered together right? Just as on Pentecost day, they're all gathered together in one place. That is the first miracle of Pentecost. Um, just the ascension, they all are gathered, right? And Christ tells them that, you know, they're going to receive something, but that's something they receive is something they receive together. Here again, we see this idea of it working out together, um, that Jesus is the friend that goes with us um, in a very real way. But for us living in a time where Jesus is not physically walking in the earth, when we wonder why Jesus is not showing up in our life, are we seeking the places where Jesus shows up? Which is to say, the places where we are gathered, right? Um, this looks differently if they're on a if each of them had not journeyed together to Emmaus, right? And we're already talking about that, right? When they set themselves up for an experience of Jesus, that would have been different had it been alone. Like we are just, it is really appealing to us, especially as like, you know, modern Americans um, who don't want to leave our homes. Like I can just just practice, I can just be a Christian in my house. I mean, I guess you can, but you're really missing out on a lot. Um, You can, you know, go to heaven, I guess, but like that's not, there's so much more to this than that. And right. even in
1: uh, the the services, I think there's a good example of here. You know, Jesus was present with them. Uh, he, you know, he, he expounded. He made sure they were getting the truth. That's one of the comments we got out there. Come on, current events like Johnny Depp, and they say don't just gossip. Make sure it's true. He's oh. staying close to the text from the scripture. But then after he did that, he acted like he was going to keep going. And they actually had to show their desire for more time with him to hey, no, 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 come in, come in. And and I often wonder, had they not done that, would he have just kept walking? Right. And then they would have never had their eyes fully opened because he was acting like he was going on. And so oftentimes we see the presence of God get close in a service and we don't necessarily reach to get him to come closer. Right. You know? well, and and well, there's a an aspect that he wants us to pursue him and yes. he teases us to do that because that's what relationship is, is this give and take
3: well, and also right. he,
1: go ahead uh,
0: Brandy
3: he was a friend in faith. it's just like we have uh, people that we mentor and uh, a friend in faith that will want to know more about the faith and, and they want to go with you and study with you and everything that's what this was because I, I kind of think about that question Scott like, would he have kept going if they hadn't asked him to stay. Uh, he might have, he might not, but God knows all of uh, our heart's desires and he knows our thoughts before they come to our brain. So I think he already knew they were gonna ask him to stay so he can get ready to show them his glory in the way he wrote the it.
0: Well, but also, so, I, I, I go ahead, Stacy. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say to Scott's point, this is, to me, this gets at the free will piece, right? You don't have to have a godly experience. Yeah, You can push away any godly experience you, won't. you want because our ability to say yes to God and our ability to say no to God are never taken away, right? And so they felt, this is my read, right? Because they even say like, hey, we fe- didn't we feel something as we were walking on the road, right? They felt <laughs> something and they wanted more of that. And so they sought more of that. But if they had felt something, were made uncomfortable by it, decided they didn't want to do it, they could have pushed it away. Um, and Jesus would have kept on going because to me, that gets at that free will of like, we always have the option both to say yes to God and to say no to God. We can say no. And then yes, that's God's forgiveness. We can say yes. And then no. And then yes. Right. All of those. And and, and honestly, a lot, most people's Christian walk is cycles of that over and over again. Right. <laughs> no, then yes. Then no, then yes. Then no, then yes. Right. Um, and, until we finally get our stuff together. Um, and even then there's, there's some periods of yes and no. Um, but they, to me, in how I read this, they are inviting that deeper experience and they receive it um, because they notice that something is happening in their hearts and they want more of that. Right.
2: So like me and Cecilia were discussing this yesterday. We were we were talking about other different denominations, different religions and everything else. And we kind of were reflecting on, you know, if you look at uh, other other people that believe in other different things, um, they probably look at us and go, well, how can you believe in something you don't see, you don't feel, sure. you don't, you know, and, and they probably, you know, even when I was a non-believer, you know, the, the, the thing I tried to do was I, you know, people would try to push the, it on me, and I go, You know, I don't believe in a man that lives in the clouds in the sky. Please don't push that on me, you know, because I thought it sounded really ridiculous. But the thing is, I personally, since I become a Christian and walked that Christian walk, like you were, uh, Scott and and, and y'all were saying earlier, I know where to look now. And I know I've seen personal miracles in my life it's not it's, it's yes i have faith but i've also experienced what god has to offer too
0: but i also think this and that's how i know yeah so this 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 and pentecost both get at something that is there's something more happening here than a guy in the clouds that you can't right. see right? right that you can look in your life and see how other other people are in it and see god in that right? I think for all of us, except for maybe Brandy, um, it, you know, uh, the, the, who sees far more clearly the person in the sky um, than I ever yeah. will. Uh, cereal. Right. Um, <laughs> but it certainly is hard for me to see a person in the clouds. Um, yeah. But that's not where my faith starts. That lead, My faith leads there. Um, and yes, I do believe in in uh, the Lord of heaven and earth sitting in heaven, right? I do believe in that, but that's not how I didn't start there where I started was seeing what other people did, right? I started uh-huh. seeing the movement of the spirit um, yeah. and that led me in deeper. Not everyone's journey is that, but that's certainly my journey. And that's certainly the kind of journey that is set up here on the road to a maze.
1: We got some really good uh, comments going on, uh, you know, back when we were talking about them, reaching out from that hospitality is part of the culture uh and then uh speaking to what uh stacy was saying it's amazing how two different people can have the same experience the one would feel uncomfortable but the other would feel wonderful and then uh genie said that in a discussion like this she asked a non-believer once if he loved his children and then asked followed up with could he see that love
0: yeah and again i oh. think how we approach i think jesus is talking to people. In this case, he's not take- talking to non-believers, right? He's talking to people who know him, right? And who know the story. Um, I think understanding our role in those conversations with non-believers is really important. Um, because what we are doing is inviting someone into an idea that there is, you know, a, a, you know, a loving God out there that wants the best for them, that has been moving in their life already. This is, you know, good Methodist theology, that, like, you know, God is not absent from you. God has not been absent from you. God is, you know, right there with you. Um, and it is, yeah, I, I like that, like, can you see the love of your children? And then, but you have to take the next step of understanding that, you know, any time that God, that love moves in the world, that is God, whether the person moving knows that's God or not, right? Anytime love moves in the world, um, it is God's prevenient grace. It is the love of God. It is the Holy Spirit at work that the only place love comes from is God. And that starts to make the positive case, right? I, you know, um, I understand, I understand that sin is a problem and we need to talk about it, but that to me, that's never word one. um, and, where we start like with this, is the positive pitch
1: sorry. No, and, and like in this situation uh remembering the context of what's going on this is post-resurrection yes they have not seen jesus up to this Correct. point they even talked about how the ladies had only seen an angel of it and so this is jesus reaffirming that the resurrection truly has happened i am truly here you shouldn't be surprised this was and then showed how scripture spoke to all of that And showing that he truly is their friend, he's truly there to be with them, and he's going to help them understand the things that they don't, which is what he does for us. There's a lot in scripture I don't get, but as we study and we pray for uh, guidance, the Holy Spirit uh, helps to do exactly what Jesus did here and helps to open it up and for us to have deeper and better understanding of what's going on and what he's saying.
0: And that often happens when we journey together. Yeah. Right. I, and and like the, the communal aspect of this to me is essential, right? It is three people journeying together, two people that start out and then Jesus shows up and makes it three. Um, And because they were already sharing, a deeper understanding was reached because Jesus shows up. And for us, that's the Holy Spirit showing up in a less tangible, more spiritual way, but still showing up and guiding that conversation. That can, of course, happen one on one. And I don't deny that or or on your own, you can have major spiritual epiphanies. But also something really important happens, you know. In this whole, you know, we talked. Can't remember if it was last week, the week before, we talked about the Trinity, right? That God, in, that God exemplifies community, and that's part of the Trinity. Um, and so, like, I, I, especially as we as we live in this like deeply isolated age, I find that deeply disappointing, because no Christian should be deeply isolated. We are bound together um, across many spectrums. By the Holy Spirit, but we need uh-huh. to recognize that bond. We need to feel that burning in our heart, um, and and understand what what, what can be gained from being in community in that way. And that's part of the uh,
1: premise of this uh, podcast for the past four years. Even yes, when, uh, ministers uh, realized uh, the benefit of. And we decided to record it, but it's, it's, it's us talking through scripture. Yeah, it really is live. Uh, Oftentimes we may not have read it prior to getting here. And it's just going through, uh, this process of what they're doing in this scripture and watching it play out each week.
0: And you've got like a, and one of the reasons why this show, you know, we, we've got a few more episodes, let's not talk like we're dead yet, but, um, (laughs) I, you know, one of the reasons that this show has the value it has is because you have four people with wildly different backgrounds in scripture right i'm an academic right i come i hold a minor in biblical studies from william and mary um i went to the candler school of theology uh, for seminary i am in, i take a very academic look at scripture i know the history of it um i know how it came together i know you know that's why i'm always i'm the one who's going to talk about the romans right um scott comes from from a pentecostal background Pentecostals take, look at scripture very differently um, in ways that are incredibly important. You know, Brandy coming out of the black church tradition um, in the AME. Um, and then Stacy coming from a, not coming from a Christian background, right? All of us approach scripture very differently. Um, and our hope is in this show that y'all are benefiting from that. But also we, as all three of us who have to preach on this on Sunday, hear these wildly different perspectives on how this scripture is read.
2: Just like I, you know, I think I was thinking about this a couple of weeks ago. You know, I think God doesn't give us all of the answers right away. Like we were always asking God, why don't you give us the answers, man? Tell us what's going on here so we know. And I think he doesn't do that because if he did, if he gave us the keys to the kingdom this early, then I think we would quit striving for we would just kind of go okay well we have it now it's kind of like yeah. being, you know, being rich finally and going okay well i you know i have no reason to, to go out and work anymore or <laughs> i don't have any reason to go out and do this anymore i have nothing else left to strive for and i think, I think yeah. god leaves us i think god leaves us hungry that way yeah. so we would continue to to want to to worship
0: i think there's another piece of it too of it's too big right? Um, I think this has been a theme that, that it, that's been woven throughout this show is understanding the scale and the mystery of God, right? I, I reflect often on the end of the book of Job. Um, the book of Job, pro- probably, you know, as we've said, probably written first. Um, it's probably the oldest complete work um, in scripture. The, the stories that make up Genesis are probably older, but in terms of like someone sat down and wrote some Bible, Job's pretty darn old. And it asked that question, it asked two questions really, right? Um, why do bad things happen to good people? Um, and, wh- and why can't we know everything? Um, which those two things are deeply related, right? <laughs> Often the thing you wanna know that you don't get to know is why did something bad happen to someone good? Um, and God's answer is mysterious. It is, I am God and I am greater than you. And while humans can't, should never say that to each other, God can say that to us. God is greater than us. But God gives us tools, I and mean, we see some of those tools happen here in the road to Emmaus, um, gives us tools to know more than we would have otherwise. Are we ever going to be able to wrap our heads around all of it? No, because we are finite, and God is infinite. And so there will always be mystery. You, anyone who thinks they've got it all you know, figured out is selling you something. Um, because they are making some claim to be God themselves. Um, if you make a claim of having figured it all out, um,
2: like, like he famously said before, when you can walk on water, let me know after the podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah. If you walk, walk on <laughs> no, think, so that's uh, we were I talking about, we oh, enough, Go ahead, Brandy.
3: I think we got enough information uh, about God right now. I'm like at the end of uh, John. He said that these were written in his book that we might believe because all the stuff. That he mm-hmm. did is recorded. If we had everything that he did written down, our heads would explode like that woman on Total Recall. Yeah, Boom. right. It would
0: be yeah. A <laughs> there's a there's a couple of great comments um in the chat. Um, more can be learned from listening and studying with others than than may that that may disagree. Um, than to have, uh, to have a study with bobbleheads, right? And I and, and, I, and I, and I you know, knowing Joe, I'll take that both literally and figuratively. I have bobbleheads he- bobble in my studio. And so they never right. tell me much. But I, yeah, I, you know, I, sitting around with a bunch of yes people um, doesn't challenge us, right? And you see Jesus challenge them, right? They get almost there. And then Jesus pushes them um, to know more. And then Jeannie says, uh, those people who say um, they do know more are false prophets. Yeah, uh-huh um be very careful of people who are always certain about everything related to god that is a dangerous place to be because even jesus even jesus says i don't know only the father knows right like there are some things Uh where jesus the word of god made flesh looks at the camera and goes i don't know right like just be really careful um that is a dangerous and dark road because humans love certainty. And because we are finites interacting with the infinite, there's always going to be that degree of uncertainty. And even Jesus models that uncertainty for us. Um, you know, I, there's this great podcast that, you know, is about the rise, called The Rise and Fall of Marcelo. I've talked about it before. Um, but it's talking about this like really broken church where some really bad things happened, but also a lot of people were blessed. And so the the host Mike Cosper says, you know, says this is about the rise of fall of Mars Hill, it's about some bad stuff, but it's also about the mystery of God working in broken places. And that phrase has been stuck in my head for about six months that it's about the mystery of God working in broken places, that I don't know everything. I journey in a community so that I may know more than I might. Um, and I've mm-hmm. always found that helpful. But I'm also really comfortable with the fact that I'm not gonna know it all. And that's okay. God needs to be a little mysterious or God would just be another person like us and not God. That's what Job's yep. about. Um, so one, I'll take this one last comment uh, from Joe and then we'll um, bring this show in for a landing. Um, uh, I've seen the song. Oh, excuse me. It's from Emily. Um, there's two in here. Um, Joe, Joe says, it's okay to say, I don't know, even as a pastor. Um, don't feel like you always have, have to have an answer. So I, I, I hopefully i have taught y'all the three phrases that lead to wisdom. Um, this is not Matthew 10:36. 36. Um, it's, I don't know, I need help and I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. One of the things yep. that leads to deep spiritual wisdom is being able to say, especially as us, as public talkers, as public communicators about faith to go, I don't know. Right. There's a right. ton of things I don't know. Um, And the longer I I journey with God, the more okay I am with that. Emily says, praise God that God works in the broken places in spite of us. Amen to that. And that's one of those mysteries. Um, I'm not comfortable with not knowing it all yet. Amen. It is an uncomfortable place. It is an uncomfortable place. And that's why certainty sells. And that's part of why cults happen, right? Cults and unhealthy spiritual movements often happen because we are not comfortable with I don't know. We want to know and we're not always going to and we have to learn and it's a spiritual journey um but true faith doesn't know everything because then that's the faith part faith is
2: and sometimes it's a bad thing to be too comfortable
0: yeah, I've, I would okay. certainly agree with that. Anyways, it's probably as good a place as any uh, to bring this show in for a <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. I am so glad the tech works. Um, I am always glad that we have, we have seldom missed an episode, um, even when we're all on the road, even when I'm on the road, even when we're in Texas Annual Conference from the Party House, we can do a show. Um, if you have feedback for us, leave a message, um, here on Facebook, um, post a comment, you can leave a message, post a comment over on our YouTube channel. Um, you can email us gracechurchpalestine at gmail.com. You can post a comment on our website, uh, palestinegrace.com videos. We will be back live in the studio i think vbs will also be going on so at some point we as a team need to decide when we're going to do a show live Um,
1: from vbs
0: and 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 why (laughs) i think it's going to be sunday but that's an us question that's we're going to talk post pod about scheduling for next week i think it's sunday uh but we need to all agree to that um but we will be back next week at some point with the live in the studio episode um our second to last um, uh, you know, to kind of name the timeline as uncomfortable as I am to say that our second to last, the penultimate episode of uh, of Scripture Talk um, at least in this form um, But yeah, we will be back um, but in the meantime, um, if you need an audio-only version of the show, just search uh, Scripture Talk by Grace Church and your podcast of choice, and go in peace love and serve the Lord, and fear not stay well, God is with us do <laughs> it